Are you wishing you can increase your social media followers? Is buying social media followers legal? Before you open your wallets, listen to this podcast episode. Welcome to the 51st episode of Legally Fluent Podcast, a series that equips you with the legal and business knowledge that you need in order to run, protect, and grow your online coaching, expert, or service-based business. I'm here to break down intimidating legal concepts into simple, actionable steps that you can implement today. From behind-the-scenes secrets of successful online businesses to tried-and-true legal strategies, I've got you covered. And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur. If you want to know a simple and proven path to flexibility, freedom, and creating more impact, and you want to discover what works and what not, you are in the right place. I am your mentor and host, Venaverga Danimar, an online printer legal strategist, co-CEO of the Danimar household, a lawyer, and like you, an online business owner. If you have been following me on Instagram, you may have noticed that I usually take long breaks from it. This year, I took six months break and still, the account brought in clients for Legally She Can and even with its following of only a thousand. Now, I know that you might not be feeling that confident to be without your social media and probably you are still in the social media hamster wheel. You know, day in and day out, trying to churn out content so you will get a decent following. Because after all, as social media gurus would say, social media following can show that you are an expert on something. It can show authority. Well, I do not necessarily subscribe to that idea. But I do think that having a social media presence is important in the digital age. And that also means that you need to have a social media marketing strategy. Now, on the side note, I keep on experimenting on different platforms. I even have a new Threads account. And if you want to connect there with me, my handle is Legally She Can. But that will be a topic of one of my future podcast episodes. All right, so back to our topic, follower count. So I opened our first social media account for our product-based business some six, seven years ago. And at that time, I was really lost in IG. I even tried every trick I heard. Some fellow business owners said that we should form an engagement group. So I joined that. But it took so much time and effort. I even posted in a women's group how to handle IG. Can you please help me? And also, there's the follow-unfollow scheme. Oh, I hate that trick. If you don't know what that scheme is, it's actually a method that is taught by social media gurus where you follow tons of people so that they will be enticed to follow you back. Then after a few days, you start unfollowing because according to these gurus, it's not good if the number of people that you follow is more than the number of people who actually follow you back. I mean, crazy. But for me, this trick is just so deceptive. So for our first business social media account, I managed to increase the following to around 5,000 at one point. 
That is with a year of constantly churning content and engaging on posts. I mean, yes, it did work. My following and engagement were amazing. But did it really convert for my business? Not so much. You see, social media may be free in terms of money, but it makes you pay with another currency, which is your time. And because I was spending so much time on social media, I didn't spend enough time for my business. And the more you spend time in your social media churning in content and engaging, of course, the more you will be rewarded. But seriously, who has tons of time to grow an IG, an FB, Pinterest, YouTube, and other social media account without a marketing agency? Now, I know that you probably belong to a majority of my listeners. You are a one-woman business. You are juggling your business and your family. And probably, you also don't want to spend on ads. And so, you might be tempted on buying your social media followers instead. The thing is, it's actually quite easy to do. In the six months that I was in hibernation, my phone kept on pinging with unsolicited messages offering followers. But while it is easy and it can boost your morale for at least a few brief moments, the question is, should you actually do it? As you may have guessed, the answer is a resounding no. Not because it is illegal, but because of the things that I will discuss here. For one, all of these followers being offered are mostly bots. You see, I used to envy one business owner who has... I think at the time, 4,000 followers. Back then, I didn't really realize that buying followers is a thing. I often wondered how she can get so many followers for such a short period of time because I remember we entered social media almost at the same time. And this wondering only ended when I made a plunge and hired a social media guru to teach me the tricks. And not long after, I realized how superficial following or follower count is. It really is just a vanity metric. So here are the tricks that social media gurus use to increase their following count in a short span of time. They usually use what we call a social media engagement pods. And these pods are usually secret. They also use what we call follow loops, wherein... There are like a hundred people and you have to follow everyone in that loop. There are people or there are gurus who actually buy followers. Of course, I also learned the normal ways to increase following, but all of these methods take time. And you should not discount the possibility, of course, that one of your posts can become viral and therefore it can bring loads of followers. But this is more of a minority. Because for most business owners, this is not just the case. So what is the problem with buying followers? So back to the business owner I was talking about who had 4,000 followers. I started looking at her own followers and see where they are coming from. And what did I find out? Most of her followers are actually coming from India and China. And obviously fake because her audience is Switzerland. And as much as I don't want to judge people, I feel that I cannot trust a business that has fake followers. You see, there needs to be a mindset shift among business owners when it comes to social media. Social media is a tool. Only 
one of the tools for your business. It's not the end all and be all of your business existence. Hence, spending 10-15 hours a day on social media, churning content, and engaging with other people, it's not sustainable. And it doesn't necessarily bring in the clients either. So you need to be smart when you are using social media. You need to use social media so people can get to know you and your business. You need to use it so people can understand their own problems and the issues that they are facing and that you can actually help them. Social media should be your virtual business card or your virtual portfolio. You need to use it to entice people to enter into your world. And the stronger your relationship is with your followers, the bigger the chances are that they will become a paying customer or that they will refer someone who can be a paying customer. So instead of aiming for a huge following, aim for followers who will ask you why you haven't posted in a while or who would comment, welcome back after your hibernation because this is the type of following that you need for your business. This is the kind of support that you need. And while not everyone will engage with you or will send you DMs, real followers tend to stick around even if you are in a long hibernation. And this is the reason why I am not afraid to step back and to rest from social media for months at a time because I know that when I come back, my community will still be there. And you cannot build this kind of a support or this kind of a community if you just buy your followers. Remember, always choose quality over quantity. So instead of buying social media followers, follow these best practices for building an engaged social media audience instead. Because as you know, I always want to give you the step-by-step tips. All right. So the first thing that you need to do is to always see if your bio is optimized. You need to optimize your bio, meaning you need to be clear who is and who is not part of your community. Who are you helping? Who are your services for? Second, you need to post content that will educate your audience or will entertain them. And most of your posts should be about your audience and not about you. And before posting anything, you need to ask yourself, will my followers actually get something out of this post? The next thing that you need to remember is that there are different types of posts and that these types of posts have different purposes. Next, you need to engage with your current followers before and after you post. I would suggest 10 minutes before and 10 minutes after you post. You need to concentrate on those who are active and engaging back. Because that way, you don't waste your time. Why do you need to engage during a specific period? Because you want your social media platform to push your content to a new set of eyes. And if people engage back, this will indicate to the platform that your post is actually good. And this also means that you need to post when your engaged audience are most likely to engage back. So look at your own patterns. When are you most likely on your social media app? This is most likely the time period that your audience is also engaging back. Next, once a week, look at new accounts that may be a good fit for your community that you are building. Send a few likes and a few comments. If you genuinely like their account, then follow them. Now, if these new accounts don't follow you back, 
they will still be enticed to look at your profile and maybe engage here and there. So the key with social media, in Instagram, with Facebook, you need to repeat this process again and again. Quality over quantity. Test this method for a few months and always remember that success takes time. You need to be in it for the long game. So before I close this episode, remember that gaining social media following is not the end all of your business. You need to be able to convert your following into clients. And you can do this by enticing them to join your email list so you can nurture your followers. However, you cannot do this without a compliant website. And if you don't know what you need to make your website compliant, then go to www.legallyfluentacademy.com, access the free training on the three simple steps to stay protected, compliant, and ensure data protection. Again, the link is www.legallyfluentacademy.com. It is free, so go register. Thank you for listening, and if you found value in this episode, please reach out to me on social media or leave a review because your feedback means the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes like this. My goal in creating this podcast is to provide you with the necessary legal and entrepreneurial guidance so you can confidently run and scale your coaching, expert, or online business that works for you. Because it's not just about having a thriving business. It's also about having the peace of mind and security that comes with knowing that you're legally protected and compliant. You don't need a business that only gives you stress and anxiety. So if you are ready to leave insecurity and fear behind and to take your business to new heights, be sure to follow Legally Fluent Podcast in our social media account, Legally She Can. Together, we will navigate the legal landscape and set you up for long-term business success. Join me next week for episode 52 of the series. And until then, my preppy friend, take care, keep striving for your goals, and stay legally fluent.